Yo, what up? It's your boy Jerome, aka J Got Body, back with another episode on the Mind Gym Experience podcast. And today, I want to talk about why the fatty liver or why a fatty liver might be preventing you from burning fat. So now, first off, let me explain what the liver is actually responsible for. So maybe you can kind of put together an idea of why it might be stopping you from, you know, getting the body you want. So the liver's main functions are all in the metabolic processes of the body, see, the metabolism. And this includes breaking down or converting certain substances, uh, balancing energy by converting glycogen to glucose and storing extra glucose by converting it into glycogen. Uh, making toxins less harmful to the body and removing them from the bloodstream. Um, it's also, you know, it's the second largest organ. It's responsible for processing everything we eat, everything we drink, and too much fat in the liver can lead to long-term liver damage. Whoa, long-term liver damage. We want to totally avoid that considering how important all those functions the liver is responsible for are. Where we want to keep it healthy, uh, keep it functioning properly. Now, when you have a fatty liver, there's a whole bunch of, uh, I guess, symptoms, things that you'll notice that will give you a heads up that, hey, maybe I do have a fatty liver. You know, we got things like jaundice. You know, we might have the yellowing the eye. Um, you might have diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. If you store weight in your belly, in the midsection, you know, an amount that's out of, especially if it's out of proportion uh, to every other body part, right? It's just like having a, a nine-month baby, <laughs> having a baby for nine months in your belly or, you know, the beer belly, the Bart Simpson gut. That's another, uh, that's another way to know if you have a fatty liver or if you're always tired. You know, especially after eating carbs, a lot of people think that it's normal to get sleepy. You know, my people call this the itis. People think that it's normal to be sleepy after eating a bunch of carbohydrates, but that is that is far from the truth. You should actually be getting energized from eating carbs. Now, I'm going to kind of contradict myself a little bit later on on this episode, because uh, let me... Let me let this be clear. I'm not advocating uh, eating carbs all the time in excess. I'm just saying that when once in a while you have carbs, uh, it should not lead to fatigue, right? So once you fix your liver, your liver, you'll notice that you have more energy levels even after eating a, a carbohydrate. So now the reason why we get a fatty liver in the first place is because of lifestyle, right? Nobody's just born with a fatty liver. It's our lifestyle choices that lead to this. So, you know, you might be following a strict diet even now. You might be actually changing your lifestyle now, you know, adhering to a protocol that consists of a lot of fruits, vegetables, um, you know, complex carbs like brown rice, oatmeal, sweet potatoes, you know, things of that nature. You might be eating that way and still not losing weight, still not burning fat. And you're probably discouraged, wondering what's going on in my body right now. So I'm going to explain to you, first of all, why or how you rather you develop this fatty liver 
uh, problem. And it's mind you, it's, it's an, this is non-alcoholic fatty liver for anybody who wants to say, well, I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink alcohol, so there's no way I could have a fatty liver. Okay, so there is actually something called a non-alcoholic fatty liver where you get it through eating processed foods, you know, junk food, eating uh, refined carbohydrates like white rice, uh, eating pasta, potatoes, bread, all of those things, grains, those things are all going to lead potentially to a fatty liver because you're spiking your insulin all the time and when you're eating carbs in excess and you spike your insulin now that's going to lead to an inflammatory an inflammatory response you know at least to what's called systematic inflammation so usually when your body is inflamed constantly you know your pancreas first of all it's it's pumping out a whole bunch it's secreting a whole bunch of insulin now, the problem with that is your liver can't handle all of that, so it leads to storing... Because basically, if, if more fat is coming in than is coming out, your liver stores it as body fat, right? And that's why it's like your liver is literally by the abdominal wall, so that's why it would lead to more of a belly, because that's where your liver is, right? Now... The problem with that, and don't get me confused, when I say more fat, I don't mean the macronutrient fat. I mean the energy. I mean blood sugar. When your blood sugar uh, constantly is going up and it's getting stored somewhere, right? And for somebody with a fatty liver who can't even use insulin uh, constructively, they're going to store it right in the belly. You know, sometimes for women, it'd be the butt and the, the hips. Right, those are the, the troubled spots for most women. Now, in order to reverse fatty liver, like I'm I'm not even getting into supplements just yet, but a good way to reverse the fatty liver is by following a ketogenic diet protocol. And I'm gonna explain to you why. So most of us we think, okay, I'm I'm gonna have to eat a lot of fat, fatty, greasy foods that are gonna skin. They're going to attribute to more weight gain, which is what I'm trying to avoid. That is far from the truth. Okay, so the ketogenic diet is actually going to help you burn fat because 75% of your calories are going to come from fat, 20% protein, 5% carbs. Now, the reason why the fat is actually going to help you in this situation, because, you know, let's even, let's, let's go back in time when, you know, people thought that. It was the saturated fat that led to you gaining weight. The only reason why people started thinking that was because of the fact that we were eating foods that were a mixture of saturated fat and carbohydrates. So we automatically assume that, okay, um, this is obviously making me fat because uh, I'm eating so much fat. But the food... That particular food, let's say a sandwich, that was making you fat because of the the bread, the carbohydrates in the bread, not because of the saturated fat in the meat, if that makes, you get what I mean? Like, you're going to just end up changing your whole body composition when you cut out the carbs completely and only stick with the meat, stick with the fat, right? 
a lot of people are not, you know, especially doctors. Doctors aren't really trained to understand the effects that different foods have in our body. And they might tell you, you know, ketosis is dangerous. It might lead to heart problems and all of this, but it's far from the truth. You know, most of us, we're living a high, a high carb lifestyle and that's just pushing up blood, sugar and insulin levels and all of that, like I said earlier, is just leading to too much inflammation. So when you're following that ketogenic diet, you actually end up using fat for energy, right? Once you're keto adapted, your body starts tapping in to the excess fat stores and using it for energy. So now don't get me wrong, this, don't, this won't happen overnight, but you can change your direction by getting started. So in about two weeks, you can become keto adapted. So your fatty liver, as you know it to be now, will actually start to slowly, slowly dissipate because of the fact that now your fat stores are more active. So they're being used when you're walking. They're being used uh, during resistance training. They're being used during your cardio. They're being used when you're at rest, right? You're always going to be using the ketone bodies. You're always going to use that as energy. You're basically going from a sugar burner to a fat burner. So when you have a fatty liver and you're a fat burner, say bye-bye to that fatty liver because you're going to be able to tap in to that excess stored body fat. The problem is most people, we remain sugar burners because, you know, we might be eating fruits. We might be eating healthy natural fruits and, you know, healthy oatmeal and complex carbohydrates. But those things still spike insulin and your body does not know what the difference is between a carb that's from oatmeal or a carb that's from a chocolate bar, right? I know one raises your blood sugar faster than the other, but it still raises it nonetheless. And you still, you know, you lead a lifestyle of burning sugar all day, as opposed to a lifestyle where you're burning fat all day, right? Now, obviously, this is something that's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. Definitely won't happen overnight. This might take anywhere from three months to 12 months to reverse. But once you start the process, you're going to realize that you didn't even really enjoy eating how you were eating prior. But it just became such a habit that you felt like, you know, this was normal. Uh, this is how I'm supposed to feel. This is how I'm supposed to look. No, that's far from the truth. You can totally change how you feel, how you look uh, by obviously changing your habits, changing your eating habits changing your gym routine, you know, staying active, all those things are going to actually attribute to you actually making this change to become the best you you could be. Okay, so now that I've pretty much covered the foundational uh, premises that you need to follow, I'm going to go over some supplements that you can get that are going to fast track your progress because, you know, none of this works with just supplementation. A lot of people, the first thing they say is, what supplement can I take for this? What shortcut can I follow for this, right? There's no shortcuts. There's no supplement that's going to help until you have the foundation set with the proper diet and exercise habits. So I'm going to name a few supplements. Number one, you want to get milk thistle. Milk thistle is amazing for fatty liver because it, it cleanses the liver. It helps regenerate damaged liver cells. So you haven't been eating. If you have a fatty liver, you have not been eating bad for a month, three months, six months, one year, 
three years. You might, you probably been eating that way for five, 10, 20 years. I don't know your situation, but it's been a long time. So the milk, this is going to actually regenerate those damaged cells that have gone through a lot. And especially it's good for environmental pollutants. A lot of times if you have a fatty liver now, all of the things in the atmosphere, all the pollutants are being absorbed and still preventing you from getting the physique you want, losing the amount of fat you want, losing the weight you want. So milk, this is a great addition to a, a liver cleansing, fatty liver healing type of diet. Uh, next, you'd want to get fiber. That's going to help slow the release of sugars in the blood. That way, you know, you're, you're using toilet regularly. That's going to help. You know, I, I there's some girl who told me when she, when she uses the washroom, she calls it making abs. <laughs> and there's truth to that because once, you know, you're using the washroom, your bowel movements are, you know, regular you're going to end up flushing a lot of toxins out that are held in the liver. Um, I'm going to name one more. Green drinks that contain chlorophyll. So I know you could take cytogreens. Uh, another one would be to actually take the chlorophyll supplement itself. It has a minty flavor. It's really good. And it basically cleanses the toxins as well. Similar to what milk thistle does. And it's also a good source of vitamins and minerals. So you're going to be... You know, over, your overall well-being, your overall health will improve from taking uh, uh, green drinks like chlorophyll. So now I do hope that this episode helped. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, jgotbody at gmail.com. I hope this helps. Have an amazing day. Peace.